for checking out the podcast today. Okay, is this a sign that you've made it? I'm so excited for us. Ah! You think we've made it? Yes. Okay, I'm interested. And where's your shake sitch at? Because my anxiety levels are going through the roof with the shake sitch. And also the do not date list. Do you have one? People that you cannot date. You cannot date this person in your life. I have one, but you are not on it. Hmm. Buckle up. (laughs) But first, have you checked on your inner child lately? Nira. Mm -mm. Listen up. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Have you checked on your inner child lately? Because you might not realize it, but your inner child might be screaming at you just like Nira's is. My inner child is screaming at me? Dude. Remember yesterday when you were like, dude, I had the craziest dreams last night. Mm -hmm. I was like, what were they about? She's like, I had a dream that I actually died. And then it came back to life. I just kept dying. Over and over. I just kept kept, dying. I kept dying. I had a night of dying over and over in my dreams. So, of course, I Googled it. Mm. And dreaming about dying over and over is actually not a bad dream at all. It symbolizes transformation. Okay. It symbolizes self-discovery. And this is cool. It says that when you dream about dying over and over, it actually means that positive advancements are coming to you. Really? In your life. Okay. Yeah, like it's like reborn. Okay. You're back. Okay. But, and there's a big but. There's a giant but. I can sense it. Dreaming about dying over and over also means that your inner child is suffocating and that you need to stop trying to be so mature and let your inner child just be free, Nira. Take a breath. Let little Nira play. Oh my God, little Nira wants to come out. She wants to play. She wants to be free. She wants to run wild with no shoes on Hmm. and get dirty Mm. and not wash her hands for 20 seconds. Whoa, whoa. Like you're taking it way too far with the not washing hands thing. Oh, she's free. She's a kid. Little Nira, I like to wash her hands. I'm going to tell you that from the very beginning of time. Okay. My first word was soap. (laughs) I'm not joking. (laughs) I always, I was very tidy. I loved cleaning. I loved being clean. It's fine. I love playing with my made mud pies, you know, you with gloves on. (laughs) Totally normal childhood. But I did like washing my hands. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I mean, I've done lots of therapy with little Nira. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So much Dude. therapy talking to little Nira. Oh, little Holly is always who comes out in therapy. Right? Oh, yeah. Lots, lots of work there and did some really good self-discovery and good okay. connections and got, you know, little Nira to a good place. So do you think what does possibly happen is when you're currently stressed out in your life... Does it all of a sudden make the foundation not as strong for the inner child in you? Yeah. Or is it the inner child in you that realizes that your adult foundation isn't strong and wants to come out to protect adult you? Which way is it? I think there's a third option. What is I think little Nira feels ignored. <laughs> I think little Nira's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Big Nira's got a lot of adult things happening in her life. Right. Big Nira's really stressed out. Big Nira has taxes and mortgage payments yes. and three kids and a dog and a husband and a job with a beautiful radio host. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very and, beautiful. <laughs> She's so beautiful. <laughs> that's the stress. <laughs> and that's little Nira. That's for little Nira. Holly <laughs> <laughs> and Nira. Do you take the money or do you take the ticket? 
What would you do? Money or ticket? Picture it, because right now, I think I was talking about it this morning, Lotto 649. Right. right? I just bought a ticket. You did? Yep. Lotto 649. So today's jackpot, $7 million estimated, plus guaranteed $1 million prize. So imagine you buy the ticket, and then a few days later, you go in to check the ticket. <sighs> it's the dream. <laughs> it is the dream. It is the dream. Oh, it is the dream. Because what is that saying? You know, oh, God please help me win the lottery. Right. And then God replies back and says, oh, child, please just buy a ticket. Yes. <laughs> My grandpa always used to say to me, you know, you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. If you like, don't buy a Thank ticket. Thank you, grandpa. You're right. So buy a ticket, know your limit, play within it. Okay, obviously. calm down. Be 19 plus and sign your <laughs> ticket. Well, the other day, uh, I, I I bought a ticket from a couple of weeks ago. And then the other day I went in and I was at Save on Foods. And, you know, you go check your, your lotto ticket. Right. And now they just have the bar set up. You just check it yourself. Yeah, the like, self-checker, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I won. I think it was like $23. $23. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Right? I know. That's a lot. Thank you. I was like, what? 23 bucks? Nature. <laughs> no, seriously. The amount of excitement that I felt, the heat rush to my body. You know, you're like, yes. And so I take it, I take it to the lady and I was like, oh, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. And she's like, oh, $23. And then she's like, uh, do you want the cash or are you just going to put it towards the next draw? Just going to take another ticket. Oh. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so like, wait, did I pay $20 for a lotto ticket? Yeah, it's, she got me. <laughs> I, mean, I, bought, I bought another ticket. That's good. I just bought. I just put it towards another ticket. You know who loves that? The BC Lottery Corporation. <laughs> they love you. They yeah. love people like me. Oh my God. Let me guess. In Vegas, are you like, I want $100. I'm going to go spend it. Right? I'm going to gamble it. Yes. Put it on black. I think so. And oh this is with God. like, and in Vegas, at least I know that I'm under the influence, right? Right. And they've got the oxygen yeah. pumping. Right, like, right. You make crazy decisions under lots of oxygen. It's true. Right? But like, at Save on Foods, this is normal oxygen no. level. Normal auction levels. Right. There was no under the influence of anything except for a really nice lady behind the lottery counter. Who calmly asked you, would you like your $23 or another ticket? And I went, I, wait. And she's like, yeah. yeah, like you just put this towards another buy. It's called letting it ride. Is Mira. that what it is? Let it ride, baby. Oh, no. What if I, oh, like, I, I don't know what went inside, what went on inside me to say fine. I, but now. Vegas. <laughs> I'm missing Vegas. Vancouver, Vegas. <laughs> And Nira. Virgin. It's time to be honest and be real. And it's a hard morning mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. An 18-year-old gunman killed at least 19 kids and two adults at an elementary school in Texas yesterday. The shooter was shot and killed. But by then... It's already become the deadliest American school shooting since the massacre at Sandy Hook Elementary in 2012. Ten years later. Mm. Absolutely horrifying, heartbreaking, beyond comprehension that this could happen. Innocent children, parents who have dropped their kids off at school, thinking it's the safest place their kids could be. And then to not ever see your child alive again. It's so screwed up. I could not stop crying yesterday. I'm going to start crying now. It's It's too much. It's absolutely 
uncomprehendable to be in that type of situation. And I know all of Canada is there Mm -hmm. for our neighbors just across the border and the tragedy that their hearts must be facing. U.S. President Joe Biden, he though he's he appeared ready for a fight yesterday and he's he's calling for the nation to make a change. What struck me was these kinds of mass shootings rarely happen anywhere else in the world. Why? They have mental health problems. They have domestic disputes in other countries. They have people who are lost. But these kinds of mass shootings never happen with the kind of frequency that happen in America. Why? Why are we willing to live with this carnage? Why do we keep letting this happen? Where in God's name is our backbone to have the courage to deal with it and stand up to the lobbies? It's time to turn this pain into action for every parent, for every citizen in this country. We have to make it clear to every elected official in this country. It's time to act. Today is the 145th day of 2022. And so far, what happened yesterday in Uvalde was the 212th mass shooting of the year in the United States. If you want your mind blown. It's disgusting. It's All these kids disgusting. were in grade three or four. I know. It's so... It's absolutely... And this kid who did this was 18 years old. The first thing he did when he turned 18 was buy two semi-automatic weapons. I did some background check and there were... Yeah, there was some mental health issues. He was heavily bullied himself Hmm. and clearly in rampage mode. Oh, yeah. And with that type of anger... This was like, no, I'm going to pay back the world. The question that everybody was asking yesterday is, what is it going to take for there to be real change? What is it? What has to happen? My God. Well, they need to they need to make changes to their to their laws. But I'm sorry, it's very emotional to even talk about something so horrifying, even Yesterday, before last night's NBA playoff game, Warriors coach Steve Kerr, Mm -hmm. he even went off. He used his platform to try and evoke this change. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. Um, Any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, Since we left shoot-around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And And a teacher... And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there i'm so tired of the excuse me i'm sorry i'm tired of the moments of silence enough there's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on hr8 which is a background check rule that the house passed a couple years ago it's been sitting there for two years 
And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. Strong words. Mm -hmm. The families of the victims who are going through possibly the heaviest moments of their life have a request for the world they're saying hold hold your kids tight hold your families tight give them hugs like you're never going to see them again I wish we had known that yeah let's hope that this will lead to change evoke some sort of change I hope so mm-hmm. Holly and Nira Virgin do you have a do not date list? There's just some people that should be on this list in your life that you cannot date. Because there's someone that I believe should be on this list at all times. And this is all thanks to a story that our producer told us. Uh, his name's Darren. Hey, Darren, can you can you come talk to us for a sec? Because uh, we we need to we need to bring this up. Hi, Darren. Morning. Darren's from Ireland. So you should be saying top of the no. come on no, no he does top of the morning he doesn't on. want to <laughs> he won't live up no. to the okay yeah, there's a story that Darren was telling us and I straight up told Darren no this person needs to be on a do not date list for you and this person is your dental hygienist oh hell no oh, come on Darren you think your dental hygienist is flirting with you she is because <laughs> let me know how I know because nobody ever flirts with me oh, and she's yeah, using right. she's using techniques that I have used in the past <laughs> such as oh who do you live with okay <laughs> like good. one of the first questions also I was telling her about a, a trip to Thailand I was on she's thinking of going to Thailand this summer mm. and I said oh I was there a few years ago she goes oh who are you with um, you know, mm. you, you know? that was a few years those are normal questions she's fishing that, by the way fishing she's fishing techniques she is a dental hygienist. She's in your mouth. She's also hot and single. And don't say in your mouth. <laughs> but she is. I'm trying to think. I love dentists and dental hygienists. Some of the most favorite people of, of my world. Okay. From okay. the beginning of time. Because of what they can do inside your mouth. Right? They take care of your teeth, which are so important. Right? If you mess this up and you start flirting with your dental hygienist, you know... The things that could go awry in your future if you want to continue at this dental office. I know. She belongs on your do not date list, Darren. That is tough, though. <laughs> and um, it's Holly, not tough. It is. Holly gave me advice to ask her oh, out. Do not get advice yes. from Holly. Holly is the. Here's why. No. I think you can date your dental hygienist. You and here's cannot. why. She looked in his mouth and was like, okay, first of all, what's the first thing a dental hygienist looks for in a man? Issues. Perfect teeth. And her, so, like, congratulations. You must have very nice teeth, Darren. No, no, because she gave out to me about my, my hygiene. Oh, she my didn't teeth. like it. Yeah, she said I need to oh, floss more. Oh, she wants to fix you. Yeah, maybe. Classic. Holly. She okay. wants to fix, he's a fixer-upper. He's like, cute, Irish, young guy. All right, so yes. you already got in trouble 
for your hygiene? Lack of flossing. Was it lack yes, of flossing? Yes, lack of flossing. Okay. And you said she asked you who you went on a trip with four years ago. To ask Thailand. my roommates as well. As she was the fishing. Roommate. She was fishing for information. You know, it must be so awkward to be a dentist or a dental hygienist when you know the other person can't really talk. So I think a lot of the times questions get asked and they don't want the answers to because they know they're not really getting them anyways because we're like, right. that's how we talk back. There is no flirting that's happening in that situation, honey. I disagree. She's, she's trying to just keep you happy, content while you're in a very uncomfortable situation as she's in your mouth. How far did she lean like close to you when she was taking that, that bib? nothing The to bib do. on and off. Okay, for th- and then, you know, the right there, bib. she's putting a bib on you. She is on your do not date list. Hey, whatever you're into. No, we're not into that. It's fine. <laughs> no. And now, when two powerhouse women become good friends, the world wants a collaboration. I mean, duh, it's obvious. That's today's top biz story. And we're talking about Lizzo. Okay. says her and this other powerhouse have become really good friends. They're both Tauruses. And when they're together, the decibels of how loud they get with their laughter is incredible. Not even their voices, their laughter. And she is talking about Adele. Oh my God, I can't Oh my God, my dream friendships. Do you imagine? They met at a Grammy party and she was like, OMG, that's Adele. <laughs> And they became fast friends. She said Adele is so supportive of her, believes in all of her music and everything that she wants to do. And they've just become such good friends. And now that they're good friends, Lizzo and Adele, people are like, can you please give us music together? Yeah. I would be amazing. Music, album, tour, merch. (laughs) Give it all. All of it. All of it. All of it. Focus on that, guys, because you don't have enough going on. Yeah, right. Right? Um, I was just reading about Lizzo, side note about she she plays the flute. That's her playing the flute in all her music. And apparently lot more kids have signed up to play the flute because of Lizzo. That's really awesome. That's so cool. I mean, she makes it look so cool. Yeah, so cool. Khloe Kardashian is adamant that her nose job is the only surgical procedure that she's had. If Instagram were to take a picture of your soul, what would that look like? Oh, deep. Oh, so deep. That's a deep question. Okay, so she says she's only had a nose job. Yeah, Khloe Kardashian, the youngest sister of the just the Kardashian section. Mm-hmm. Okay. Section. <laughs> you know your family's too big when you have sections. All right. Uh, she said that the plastic surgery rumors aren't as offensive to her. She's getting more offended and does get more offended when she gets the constant comparisons to her sisters. Mm. So don't compare me to my sisters and don't compare me to my younger self. Mm. So go ahead, make up all the rumors about plastic surgery and the work I've had done, but do not compare me to my sisters or my younger self. She's like, she heard rumors that she had like 12 like face transplants. Wow. And facelifts and stuff. She's like, cool, but none of that's true. She's saying she's only had one nose job as the surgical procedure, but she has had lots of injections and she keeps getting injections. Okay. Yeah. You get injections, right? Okay. Just to call them injections, like once in a while I get Botox and there's like, so Holly, addicted no, to plastic said, surgery okay, and she gets in, a, injections. No, I've never said that. I just love how you don't like calling it an injection, but that's what it is. Yes, but it's the way you say it, you judgy injector. You're an injector judger. <laughs> I'm not. Yes, you are. You're an injection 
judger. An injection judger, unless yeah. it's a vaccination. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh, yeah. One other thing really upsets Khloe Kardashian is that old rumor, the old, old rumor about O.J. Simpson being her father. Oh, man, I thought that was true. No. No? She's like, no, that is not true. Okay. That's what she says. Okay. Okay. And Jennifer Aniston has a new project that she's working on. Did you know that Jennifer Aniston is launching her own line of protein bars? Protein bars? Yeah. They're called Vital Proteins, and they're going to be in three flavors. Peanut butter fudge, cold brew coffee, and dark chocolate coconut. Mm. Okay? And, I mean... I think if they're good enough for Jennifer Aniston, I'd be like, they're good enough for me because her body is a wonderland. She does like three hours of yoga a day and never eats sugar and doesn't drink. Oh, but she has her vices. Her protein bar. No, Jennifer Aniston, she's on the weekends. She has darts, doesn't she? Yeah, she has darts and she loves drinking. She loves drinking. On the weekends. Yeah, on the weekends. And she eats pizza on the weekends because Selena Gomez used to go for sleepovers and Selena Gomez has confirmed they eat pizza and drink red wine. I'm just saying, please don't think you're going to look like Jennifer Aniston just by eating her her protein bars. Okay, Nira? Well, I know that. Do you, though? Why are you <laughs> drinking smart water? Do you? And a vino. <laughs> and I want to fly Emirates. <laughs> I'm Nira, and that's The Biz. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you have a nomination, friend? Because Nira and I are so smart. Yep. We want to be each other's nomination friends. You got this. So that when, like, a crazy award comes up, we're not like those people that nominate themselves. We nominate each other. Yep. And the Oscar goes to... Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you can nominate yourself for awards, even little awards at work or whatever, employee of the month or whatever you got going on. Why but, not? But it doesn't look as cool. It doesn't feel as good as if someone actually is like, just so you know, Holly, yep. you've been nominated. I've had a few situations where I've really wanted to be nominated for something. I'm not going to lie. What? Yeah, you love an award. Dude. Dude, seriously. (laughs) Like when I was in elementary school, high school, Mm -hmm. university, Mm -hmm. uh, even the first few years of my career in uh, retail and then working at the bank, I used to get nonstop awards. Which is insane because, ladies and gentlemen, I have never won an award in my life. And that blows my mind. I, I don't think I've I have even boxes been of plaques and trophies. Oh, my God. I'm not joking. Because of all the sports I played, too. Yeah. I lo- and then all of a sudden, I get into my adult world, mm-hmm. all right? And it just stopped. But all these awards do come up. They do. Recipients for, you know, um, volunteering or, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. community uh, leaders. Community leaders. Not that we're that. Or, hey, I, I want to, I've, I've done so much charity okay. work. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Or just, I don't know, something to do with multiculturalism. Mm-hmm. There's all these awards. Right. And then the Jack Webster Awards, the Webster Awards come up in our industry. The Broadcaster Awards come right. up. Yeah, everyone always wins at CTV downstairs. Yes. Hmm. But who nominates them? Yeah, great question. Wait, we did get nominated a few times for some radio awards. Yeah, we've never won. (laughs) We didn't. And I think we got pity nominated. They're like, okay, who has never been nominated? Well, I don't want to say it was a pity nomination. Okay. But I, I do enjoy the fact... That you brought this up, and now you have made it clear mm-hmm. that you will be my nomination friend. So now, if an award comes up and they say, "Hey, can you, um, you know, submit your nominations?" Mm-hmm. You are willing to submit for me. 
I am willing to submit for you, and I do also understand that I am getting the short end of the stick on this deal. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, for reasons that I'm totally okay with. You are a beautiful brown woman. Yeah. And you. Thank you. You should be up for more awards than me. <laughs> well, probably when it comes to multiculturalism diversity yeah. awards. Yeah, they're like, and the winner goes to a white girl from North Van. Like, yeah. probably not. Probably, probably not. not. My only issue is, and I love the fact that you said, like, you will submit for me. Sure. You will now become my nomination friend. Because you're right. Okay. Everyone needs a nomination friend. Like, I want to be vulnerable and honest enough to say to you, like, look, there's this award coming up. I would love to be nominated. Will you nominate me? Sure. And I feel Holly would say, yeah, Nira, I'll nominate you. Mm-hmm. The only issue is when you have to submit this stuff, you have to probably, like, Fill out stuff. I know. Like your name. <laughs> like where you are. Like information about you. Information about me. Yeah. Why you feel that I should be nominated. And I don't know if your uh, argument will be strong enough. Do you also need me to do everything for you? Yes. <laughs> See, there's the issue too. If you could fill it all out, <laughs> I'll sign it. You'll sign it? How does that sound? And then what about reverse? What about if the award's for you? Yeah. Oh my God. You have to fill it all out for me as well. I'm not filling that out. See, so now who's really getting the short end of the stick? Who's really getting the award? My win will be your win. Okay. And you love to win. I think you twisted this on me. Trust me. Do the work. <laughs> do the work. We'll both win. <laughs> yes. yes. And Nira. Virgin Radio. Are you an on person or an off person? On or off? Which one are you when it comes to the cameras? Oh. They're still happening, believe it or not. With Don't our say new- it. Don't yes. say it. Yes. With our hybrid work environment. Sorry, just not even work. Just our hybrid environment. And a lot of these videos for Mm. meetings still occur. Zoom. And other things like Ring and WebEx. Yeah, WebEx is the real hot one right now. Because Zoom, now you can only go to 40 minutes for free. How dare you only 40 minutes? And if you need more, you have to pay like a lot. (laughs) I love that it's only 40 minutes. We've had on Zoom with with like calls with our bosses. It's like, and then it. And yeah. it's gone. Like, like bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> right? But when it comes to these meetings, are you an on person with the camera or are you an off person with the camera? Because we had a group one, like mm-hmm. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it was a whole bunch of people from work who had to kind of get in on this meeting. And the amount of people that keep their cameras off during these meetings is quite impressive. I don't know if you did it, but we had to be on this meeting a few weeks ago, Holly. And I think you were in Hawaii or something. Somehow got away with it. Yep. And like I don't know, social media. I was like, stuff. Nira will be representing uh, me in yeah. the meeting. Rules, <laughs> blah blah blah. Work ethics, things like that. Okay. Way to go. Work ethics, <laughs> blah blah. Whatever. HR, blah blah. So on this meeting, I turned my camera off and I put myself on mute. Mm. But not only that, I also didn't want to see anybody else either. Right. So I, I just have it kind of sitting there. So I'm also not watching other people okay. as people aren't watching me and not hearing me. Okay. But there were other people who messaging me on the side saying, yeah, they have their, themselves off camera and have themselves on mute, but they still like watching. Mm. So I was kind of wondering, where are you? Where are you when it comes to these meetings? Are you the on person or the off person? It depends on how many people are on and off. You can't be the only one with your camera off. I've been that person in there. And then like, people call you out like, Holly, are you turn there? your camera on. Right, right. Why you got your camera off? You're like, okay, wow, all right. 
And then you don't want to have everybody have their camera off because that's just weird. You have been in a situation where you've been called out when yes. you've been an offline, per- like yeah. an off-camera person. There was only like seven of us on a Zoom. Oh, and you still got called out for yeah. that? Yeah. They're like, Holly, we all have our camera on. What are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm here. I was in my car. I don't know. I was just like, I didn't want my face. I don't know. Like, what? Yeah. Ugh. You prefer to be off? Yes. Off camera. I'm an off camera. I'll pay attention, but I don't want to be on camera. I can't. I honestly pay attention better when I'm off camera because when I'm on camera, I'm like Will Ferrell in Talladega Nights. I'm always like, what? I don't know what to do with my hands. Right. And I look really awkward. Like it's radio is perfect for me because mm-hmm. I'm pretty awkward, to be mm-hmm. totally honest, in person. Mm-hmm. And you can <laughs> attest to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I make weird noises and I, I can't stop playing with my hair. And yeah. like, so I touch my face a lot and my hands are everywhere. Like I'm better off camera I listen better or else I just stare at myself the whole time thinking I'm being so weird I love it when you're on camera because you are major entertainment for me because all I, I do is watch you and then I message I you about what you're doing on the side remember yes I'll start texting you I'm like why oh my are you God. doing with your hair we've side texted many times during Zooms but you're the worst you're supposed to keep a straight face when I'm side texting you instead I look you're on mute but you're laughing I'm like yeah. Stop. you have to be pretend you're paying attention right. not you're getting a text from me well you always told me my face i can't hide anything you're so intense on zoom right it's like all eyes it's like so much so now i also like to put myself off camera yeah off camera better same too much of a distraction yes but i like watching other people i find myself quite entertained Mm. as i watch others but i have never been called out yet Mm. to turn my camera on yet yet well maybe you had it on mute (laughs) holly and nira If they say bring nothing, do you bring nothing? I went to a barbecue last weekend, Nero. I went out. I was social. Good for you. Thank you. Finally. My friends Jacqueline and Brian had like a kid-friendly barbecue in their massive backyard in North Bend. Okay. Took the kids. We went. But before we left, I messaged Jacqueline and I was like, hey, we're on our way. What can I bring? Mm -hmm. She's like, bring nothing. Yeah. I was like, okay. Classic Holly. So I didn't bring anything. Not, not classic. Classic Holly. She said, don't bring anything. I was like, that's so sweet. All right, let's go, kids. And you brought nothing. I brought my children. You brought your children. <laughs> and their bathing suits. I thought that was pretty good. I even brought a towel. Okay. I was pretty good. One towel for two children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, classic. <laughs> oh, People always write nothing. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean nothing. Hmm. It means they've kind of got their situation sorted. Right. Okay. Because what happens is when someone has a game plan, like let's say if they are doing a barbecue, they already have a game plan. They got their hot dogs. They got their burgers. They got everything going on. They figured it out. If they start relying on other people to bring for their main, it gets too complicated. Mm. Right. Because someone, they'll "Ah, just bring a salad. But what if two people bring potato salads? That's the worst. When they bring a side, everyone brings guacamole. Exactly. Cool. You have to get too specific. And then what if someone doesn't show up? Then you're missing like a key ingredient. You're missing one of the major salads. So by her saying nothing means she has figured it out. But you still bring something. I was trying to teach her a lesson. Because oh, I don't. A, thank you for having a, me over <laughs> with my children in your backyard and entertaining us all evening yeah. for free. Yeah. Uh, I want to teach you a lesson. For I do. Nothing. Her a lesson, you a lesson, me a lesson, everybody a lesson. Because if you say bring nothing, you should expect them to bring nothing. You shouldn't say nothing 
passive aggressively, but expect something. No, it's it like when your birthday like is like near your birthday's coming up. What do you want? You're like nothing. I'm good. You want something? So say I want something. Say bring booze, bring chips, delegate. But that's so unnecessary to have to say. It's just etiquette that you should know. It's ridiculous. As a guest. As a host, you shouldn't be like, nothing. It shouldn't be all on you. You should say, bring something. I would have brought whatever she had said. Okay, you said, what can I bring if she wrote, bring something? Or if she wrote, bring anything? Right. That, that would have satisfied you? I would have brought something. Then what would you have brought? Probably a bottle of wine. There we go. So you need, you need the other person to say that to you. Yes. Why? Because I want them to know. I want everyone to learn. You, we don't. Why in society we like nothing, bring nothing. Just show up, bring yourself. Because it's supposed to be etiquette. You're also that same person that when you go to a house party, because yeah. you've done this to me before, you show <laughs> up with a bottle for mm-hmm. the house. But then you open it. Yeah. No, you don't do that. I usually bring people my favorite. Like if it's red wine, I'm like, here's my favorite. But then you crack it. Yeah, because it's good. I don't want your garbage Merlot. I want my bread and butter. Again. You know the bread and butter? We know the bread and butter. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, it's on sale for $28. (laughs) Wow. You really know the bread and butter. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Where's your shake sitch at? Your shake sitch. (laughs) Are you? Are you? Are you just going to shake? Because I ain't back at the shake. I was actually never at the shake. What are you, a dog that just went swimming? Shaking of the hands. Your shake sitch. (laughs) People have started. Again, the hand, it slowly comes out. And all I feel is... No, don't bring it. No. There's a word for that. It's called anxiety. Don't, 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 don't. Like, I'd rather, okay, let's fist bump it. Let's elbow right, it. Right. Let's Put, just, toe tap the foot tap. Yeah, let's just be like, hello with our eyes. Let's do the eyebrow raise acknowledgement. Gotcha. Why must we open those palms and extend them? Why are we going back to that? You're not ready to shake hands again. I never like shaking hands. You remember this? Oh, really? I did it. I always did it, mm. but then I always had my sanitizer, my hand sanitizer on hand, pun intended. Mm. Uh-huh. Always. Mm. Right after. I love a handshake. Mm, I know. I love to, I think I have a really good handshake too. Irony, I have a good handshake. You do, but you're hot. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you're hot and you're actually physically very warm. But then people don't like to let go of my hands because I'm so warm. I know. They're like, hello. And you're like, yes. whoa. You greet them on like an emotional level. Yeah. They take my like, hand whoa. with them. Have you? Has that ever happened to you? Do you have you ever? I've tried to take your hand. Yes. I'm, I'm cold. I try to put it in yes. my shirt. Yes. People hold my hand yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. The temperature of my hand becomes then a hot topic on top of that. So as hot a germ- topic. As a germaphobe. Oh, you do that you're not ready to shake hands. Do you think you'll ever get back to shaking hands? Because it is like a very... I mean, you can't just go up and hug somebody and then to not do it's so anything intimate. when you meet somebody, though. I find handshaking so much more intimate than a hug. Really? It's so weird. I don't know why I'd rather hug you side to side than handshake you. COVID, the one good thing for me was handshaking went away for mm. a couple of years. I, it was great because I always felt very awkward to tell people I'm not a handshaker. Mm. 
people do not like hearing that. And it's because I don't want your germs from your hands on me, especially when I've already seen you working this room. Right. I have seen you and you and your hand mm. and where your hand has been hand to hand to hand to hand to hand. Wow. And then you come at me. No, thanks. I was at a, I was in a situation last night, actually. I, I went to uh, the premiere, the Top Gun premiere. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I, and I was going with a girlfriend, ended up seeing someone that I knew, ended up sitting next to this person. And this person didn't like, I was like, no, I'm not, you know, touching right. hands, but introduced this person to my friend. I was like, here you go. They shook hands like right across me. They shook hands. Did you throw up immediately? <laughs> 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 so On the popcorn. Yeah. Talk Good times. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Is this a sign that you've made it? Nira, I am so excited. I'm so excited for us. From you and I? I think we may have finally made it. Finally? After 10 years of doing the show together, someone, someone has made a fake Facebook page with you and I on it. supposed to be excited. I think we're supposed to be worried. I think we're supposed to tell on these people Okay, somehow. we have reported it. Okay, we've reported it. We have officially reported it to Facebook. But I could not help but be just like, like really proud, a little bit excited, and like a bit, I was all like flustered yesterday when I found this out. Because, uh, so technically... Our show has been hacked in the sense of yes. someone has stolen yes. us yes. and made a fake Holly and Nira Facebook page, and it's and it's messaging people saying we're we're giving you free stuff. <laughs> Message us back all your information, and oh, we'll send you free hey, stuff. Dude, stop being happy about that. I'm not happy people about that. People are gonna part. think no, but I mean, as in people will think we're trying, we're scamming them. Then oh, people are smart. Like one of our listeners, Nicole, emailed us yesterday. She's like, "Heads up, guys, you've got a fake Facebook page." I've never been happier in my entire <laughs> radio career. I was like, "Yes, this is the kind of stuff that happens to like celebrities oh. or like." Huge companies. Like, right. If you get hacked. Oh, my God. If you get stolen. Yes. There's a fake version of you out there. Yes. Oh, so when people have put out information like, hi, guys, just wanted you to know I had to start a new account because my other one got hacked yes. or someone oh. made up a fake account of me, then, yeah, you're right. They do seem like very important people. Right. All of a sudden. So I think we've made it. This is what it took. Not the 10 years of the sweat, the early mornings, the sacrifice, the being away from family, the having to work with each other with smiles on our faces. Mm -mm. This is the ultimate we've made it. Do you, I mean, your goal has always been to go viral. I yeah. think this is even bigger than going viral. We've been hacked. We're trying to scam people. <laughs> A fake Facebook page. I love the simple things that excite you. I mean, if I had known all this time that that's all it was going to take, I would have hacked us a long time ago. Did you? You couldn't. <laughs> Did you? You'll never know. <laughs> Holly and Nira.